I'm Ryan. I'm Brett. I'm Christian. I'm Braxton. And welcome to the question at hand, the least specific podcast. I've learned that I'm second now. Always. Whenever you come Whenever over. Whenever I'm over here, yeah. I'm second. <laughs> You should just get one of those I am second t-shirts. Oh yeah. And wear that every time you come over to podcast with us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that way we all know beforehand, Brad is second. Uh, what's up guys and welcome back to the question at hand. Hope everybody is doing absolutely wonderful. Uh, today we actually, Brett and I actually went over to Gladewater, Texas. Uh, there's a nice golf course there. It's called Tempest Golf Club and they were hosting the U.S. Golf Association Amateur Qualifiers. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> it's to it's to qualify. Yes. To get into the US US amateur championship, I think. Um so we went over. Tony Romo was playing. Tony Romo's pretty good at golf, if you don't know. Uh, I didn't know. Yeah. So uh I've seen him play this was the third time. Uh the first time he played at the Cascades in Tyler. And I was watching his score. And it's updating and it's updating, but it's updating like every three to six holes. And so I'm watching it. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go tomorrow. He'll make the weekend because he was playing well. And then it, uh, I was watching his round and it kept going downhill and kept going downhill. And I'm like, if I don't go now, I'm going to miss him. So I left and I drove up there and I got there literally like 10 minutes before he finished. So he's literally on the last hole, like hitting into hole 18's green. Uh, so I literally watched him hit like one shot putt out and then he walked over back to because they were on carts that day. They weren't pushing carts mm-hmm. or walking or anything. Um, so I, I got a picture with him because I was standing like, I just happened to be standing like right where he pulled up and stopped. Where he was. You know. Yeah. So I, as soon as he walked off, uh, there were some guys that were like, hey, can I get a picture? And I was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? So I literally like went up there, saw him play, hit two shots and took a picture with him and said, hey, I met Tony Romo. Uh, and then uh, I've seen him another time at the Byron Nelson. He got a sponsor's exemption from, I think, AT&T because they're the ones that present the entire Byron Nelson uh, so I think he got an, a sponsor's exemption to play that year. So I went with my dad and we watched him play and it was, it was fun. Uh, we had a good time. So Brett and I go over there today. We're running mm-hmm. a little late because we we're short-staffed at work and I had a, a couple of things I needed to do before I could leave. Uh, so we were a little late getting there. He teed off on hole 10. Uh, so when we get there, we're walking backwards from 18 to 17 to okay. 16. Um, and so we were like, oh, we'll, we'll catch him at some point. So we watched a couple other guys play and um, we're standing at the green of 15. And on this golf course, 15's green is in front of us. To the right is 12, which is a par three. So there's guys hitting into the green there. There's guys hitting into the green in front of us. And right behind us is hole 13. And there's guys on the tee box hitting down this par five. So we got a really good vantage point. And we probably should have walked like down 13 fairway when we got to that point, but we, we didn't, there was no live scoring that I could find. We didn't exactly know where he was. Uh, so we were just kind of waiting there because we knew he had to be around this point at some point because we were walking backwards. So we would have we seen him if he had mm-hmm. been playing like really, really fast. So we get up there. He hits over in the trees on hole 15. And then he hits out of the trees, puts out, Tees off on 16. Well, b- before that, 
the way we found out where he was. There's a bunch of people. Is there's the like only group a bazillion people that show up over this hill? I wouldn't say and, there was a bazillion. Well, there were probably relative like, to how many other people there were. Yes, well, the, considering right. every other group pretty much had the player and their caddy, if they had a caddy, that was it. Yeah. And then you've got like a group of like 30 people, 40 people that were watching Tony Romo play. So I was like, that's what I told Brett on the way over there. I said, it'll be easy to spot him because he'll be the only one with a, a group walking around. Yeah. So we see this group coming over this hill. Before that, he had teed off and we heard somebody in the woods. Just happened to be Tony Romo, of course. <laughs> uh, so he had, a rough, he had a rough time on that hole. And then hole 16, he tees off. He hits it over to the right of this par four. Uh, like into the trees again. And they go up and they eventually find his ball. He hits this left-handed shot. He's right-handed. Hits this left-handed shot with the back of his club so he can get away from this tree. He hits it kind of out in the fairway. He hits his wedge shot like 20 yards and he needed about 25, 30 to get on the green. So not a good shot at all. He gets up there, chips on about four or five feet from the hole. And we're standing there watching. And he walks over. He's kind of sitting there. The other guys are putting and he's like on the side of the green, like stretching. And he gets up and he walks over to the guys and says, I'm done. <laughs> and he, they're, they're like giving him a, they shake his hand and pat him on the back and say, you know, had an okay day. And, uh, it was good playing with you. He walks up, picks up his marker, never even put it out, and walks up the hill, looks at the guys in the carts that are like the tournament director, staff, I guess, there at Tempest, and says, I'm done. And there were some people that like took some pictures with him and stuff, but yep, we saw him for two holes. We watched him hit what? We heard Eight his shots. first shot. Ten shots. Saw his second shot and then putting on 15. Yeah, which was and like... And saw his drive three and then shots. his couple of shots out of the woods. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe a total of... Eight, ten shots. Yeah. At the most. <laughs> and we, and mind you, we had just driven like an hour to go over and watch him play, thinking that, you know, we're going to get there and watch him play 14, 15 holes. And we watched him play too. Now, I don't know what your guys' opinion is. I don't, I'm, I'm not one to quit anything. Like, even if I'm playing really bad to the point where I know there's no chance for me to qualify, uh, especially in something like that. I mean, I mean I'm going to finish that out. I also saw one of my friends on Facebook had been there watching him earlier in the day. And uh, there was a picture of him sitting there. And in quotes that I guess he had said to like the crowd, he said, this is the hardest golf course I've ever walked. So I kind of wondered... Because he, he was stretching out. I kind of wondered if maybe his back was bothering him, his knees were bothering him. But yeah, he was, he, he looked he was like struggling. He, he, Ryan kept on saying he, he was walking like an old man. He was walking like <laughs> yeah, an old maybe, man. Yeah, maybe he hurt himself. I don't know. He could have. Oh. You know, like when you see like an older guy, uh, like walking around and you can tell that like maybe he's got some back problems or, yeah. He gets up out of a chair and it's kind of like, oh man, I'm real <laughs> stiff. That's how he was walking like the entire time that we saw him. Mm. And uh, I was like, man, he, he looks like an old man. Like he looks like a grandpa. He's only like 40. <laughs> I think, what do we look up? He's 41. 41. He, yeah, he's 41. 
but he's walking around and I'm like, this dude looks like he is in his 70s. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. So, hmm. yeah, we drove an hour to waste our time, basically. <laughs> we saw some other guys make some pretty good shots, though. Yeah. Here and did. there. But, but the we main literally end- went to go watch Tony Romo <laughs> yeah. play and we saw him for two holes and he withdrew. <laughs> so, that was our excitement yeah. for the day. I don't know. What is your take on that? Are y'all one to, if it's not going I mean, your way, do you just turn it in, turn in the towel? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I've never done anything like actually competitive. So I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah. Christian? No, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what's going through his mind or anything, but like right. if I don't care about something, I don't want to do it. Right, when you reach that point yeah. of, yeah. So, I have no clue. I don't know. I, just, I, I know that, I don't know. What, what is your point of view, Brett? I mean, I would want to, I would want to finish. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's a tournament like that, which again, his point of view is going to be a lot different. Oh, yeah. Because he's a, he's a multimillionaire. He doesn't, he need, doesn't have to do this. No. He's just doing it for fun. Most of the other guys that were out there are like college age, maybe even just out of college that are trying to qualify for this so that they can eventually get on tour, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, if you're playing college golf, that's your goal is to play on tour. So, I mean, he definitely doesn't need the money, but I'm just, I'm from the mindset that if you you start something, you should finish it. If I was going to, I'd want to finish. This is a quick search. Really easy to find. It says he withdrew after hole eight because his back was bothering him. Mm. I mean, yeah. I could tell that, but... Yeah. I, I don't know. Did not want to aggravate, re-aggravate a back injury and devoted the rest of the day to talking with media. That's from the Longview News Journal. Mm-hmm. It's an easy way out to say. No. <laughs> It's an amateur golf tournament, it's though. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, but I get you, though. Yeah. The reason I had that remote sitting there was it was giving me my left channel. Oh. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. I'll get it back It doesn't you. matter. Sorry. I saw it sitting there and I was like, when did, Why where did this come there? from? That wasn't there just I a minute ago. I put it there ago. because I was like, wait a minute. I wonder if this will... And then the, <laughs> it's... <laughs> no. I mean, I guess I, I can understand. I'm not 41. So, and I didn't play football mm. and get beat up for years and yeah, have millions true. and millions of dollars. But I just think if you're going to go play something... And I mean, I guess he could have had an injury. That's one reason right. to withdraw is if you, you know. If, if you keep pushing it, you would. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd rather not be so uncomfortable for the rest of the round that it impacts your daily life for like the next week or several months. Right. But it's also, I mean, you've got 40 or 50 people that came out just to watch you and they watched you for a couple holes and then you just quit. I don't know. Not, not my kind of thing. But the other day, Brett wanted to watch some movies. So we had a movie day. Do we want to talk about Fast 9? 
Do we have three hours? Sure. <sighs> no. <laughs> it's because once I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for Brett, but I do kind of want to talk about it a little bit. Okay, well, right, we, go I, ahead. I, can, I can talk about. I'm I joking. I can, you know, contain myself. Yeah, and we no big spoilers or anything because no. It, there's no, there's nothing revealed. It was all just. <laughs> let me just say this. Here's my main. It take was away. all just like pure entertainment. It was pure, unbridled entertainment. Yeah, and it was everything I hoped for and a little bit more. Because there was a lot of flashbacks involved. There was. Which uh, I, I, some would say too much. They went back to it a laughable amount of times. They but really it was did. good. And, I mean, um, it, it built the story, but at the end, you looked back and you were kind of like, some of those flashbacks really had nothing to do with what was going on. Yeah, and they didn't really tell you anything. You didn't already kind of... There was only one big reveal, but even that doesn't change anything. It's just yeah. more kind of backstory. Yeah. But... uh John Cena is a horrible actor, in my opinion. <laughs> he just has a weird face. <laughs> so every time I saw his like weird like mean mugging as he's driving, I just laughed. Yeah. That unintentional humor. There's something about his face. I don't know if it's... It's funnier than Vin Diesel's face. Well, I don't know if it's something that they're doing to him like in makeup before because his skin is like incredibly tight. Yeah. And it's super, well, they always look and sweaty it's super too. shiny. Yeah, they like, always it, look covered in sweat. Well, it's not necessarily sweaty as much as it is like a really oily. Like I don't, yeah. their skin looks super, super oily, and so every time that it shows a shot of him, like his forehead and his nose and his cheeks are just like glowing. Yep. Yep. And you look Maybe at him Maybelline. and you're like, John Cena. Why is he in this movie? <laughs> yeah, but again, it shows that Vin Diesel is actually a good actor. Yeah. As much because he is not John Cena. No. <laughs> and you can see him. I'm kind of disappointed. So in the trailer, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Fast 9, but yep. he like goes across this building on a zip line and he turns around, which I don't think actually ended up in the final cut of the movie, but he turns around and looks at Dom. Oh, I didn't remember that that was in the trailer. It was, though, it, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah, but I don't think it made the movie. But he looks at him like right before he gets away and there's this moment where I was like, they need at some point to do the, him like you can't see me with his hand in front of his face, which may have been a little like too obvious, but I was like, I feel like these guys really missed out on a huge opportunity that they could have played on. Yeah. And they didn't do it. Also, every time he, they cut to him on that zip line, I laughed. Yeah. It was That hilarious. was not supposed to be funny, but it was. <laughs> That's why it was great too, because it was full of unintentional humor, but there was just as much actual mm -hmm. humor. And yeah. jokes. And uh, they go to There's they, a, it's they in fly the around in space. They go <laughs> I to know, I already I don't know. they go to space. <laughs> but but there's this it, scene it's right before it's perfect. <laughs> there's a scene like as soon as they leave orbit and are in zero gravity, all these candy wrappers just start flying around everywhere because they're in a car with a rocket strapped to it. And these candy wrappers start, and he's like, uh, Ludacris is like, how much candy did you eat? He's like, dude, I eat when I'm I nervous. I eat when I'm nervous. <laughs> but and it's, it's just millions like, of little candy wrappers tons, floating. Tons of candy wrappers just floating around but all the over the place. The best part was, it would do that, and then it would be action for literally about 15 to 20 minutes. And then they cut back to space with a little like sound cue that sounds like it's from like interstellar or gravity, like a little. 
And it made us laugh it every time. Laugh because every it's, time. it's the moment of, oh yeah, These two guys of the other characters are in yes. like low earth orbit. Because what's happening when they cut <laughs> away from that scene where it is like super still and it's just them two sitting in the car talking. It's like dead silent. Uh, and then it goes back to like this super loud like truck chase through Czechoslovakia or something. Insane like car chase where they're like using magnets and yelling (laughs) and fighting and then it goes back and it's like quiet and And it's it's just these two guys floating in space talking to each other about how that they're going to destroy this thing. So it's hilarious. They did such a good job with it and I said when we walked out I said I don't know what else I could have asked for in this movie that they didn't cover. Yeah, and what's amazing is how it's like, it should be like, and some people may think this, but like, by all accounts, it should be like, oh, they've done that before. Oh, this is getting old. But it doesn't feel like that. It seems like they reinvented the wheel again. Yeah. Yeah, and you know in the trailer, that scene where he like, hits the wire on the bridge and it like slingshots him across this giant, like chasm. Yeah, over water. I don't know if I remember it's that. It's like a Tarzan but, swing, but yeah, a, pretty much a car. But you're just like, how did they even think to do that? <laughs> and even still, how did he, which I know it's a movie, but how would someone ever look at that and say, yeah, I'm going to run into that and it'll latch onto my car and swing us across. Like there's no way that any so sane, any person, even even a, not even, even an insane person would not look at that and say, yeah, that's what we should do. Yes. Yep. But somehow they wrote it in and made it work in the film and you're just like... And you don't care. And okay. it's not because it's like <laughs> Fast and the Furious. In the moment, your brain is like... Well, you think about this is illogical. Yes. But then one second later, you're like... Yeah. It's just fun to see it. Yeah. They make you not care about yeah. the logic or and anything. And there was some crazy stuff that happened even before that scene. Tons. And but they swing across and Dom and Letty like should have died. Well, they wreck, they flip, but they should have died. Yes. And then after that, there's like this entire arc in the movie that is like, we are invincible. They they almost break the fourth wall. They literally almost they comment break, on themselves yes. not dying. He's like, we should die like every time that we go and do one of these missions. <laughs> and we'd never do. We're invincible. And then the entire rest of the movie is like them playing on the fact that they're invincible. And he's like, like even when they're in space, he's like, you said we're invincible, right? Let's, let's see if we are. Yeah. And then there's <laughs> that monologue of like, no, we're just lucky. And you yeah. know, gonna be. like, oh my God. It's so but good, it, man. It, here's the genius of it though. This really is, in my opinion, what makes it so unique, right? Is they've reached, they somehow cracked this formula of in the whole, now there's still like detractors of it, people who don't like it or comment on it. But that's not fun. Like, they figured out a way and they've realized that the audience with these movies, they trust us to be smart enough to be dumb. Does that make sense? They know that in these movies, they don't have to write anything logical. We give them license to do whatever they want. Yeah. And then they deliver. Yeah. No other movie (laughs) is like that. And no other movie like these where there's never any stakes. They always win. No one ever dies. Even if they do, they come back alive. Ten times more than what happens in comic book movies. Very few actually die. And you don't care. You don't care. 
And it's, I don't know how almost, they cracked that formula. It's almost become a regular average Joe group of people are now superheroes and drive fast cars with no armor or special abilities. Yes. And it's not that they have special abilities. It's just that somehow they happen to Never get jump. lucky enough or have too much confidence or yeah. have some stupid weird knowledge of physics and cars that they survive. Yeah. It's so good. And it's great. It <laughs> I can't wait for great. 10 and 11, man. I know. Oh, uh, they're going to be so good. And I just, I want to see what they're going to do to... How it? I to, think it has to be time travel. Well, the the timeline I feel like is pretty Jurassic loose already. Park. Okay. But, <laughs> so we can get into that. So before the movie, because we went and saw it in IMAX. So in IMAX, apparently there was this new Jurassic World. What's the new one called? The third one? I don't know. They eat the people at the movie theater. Yeah, that's but what, no, that's what it's called. What's they it? called they they eat the people. They eat the, the people at the movie theater. <laughs> oh, Dominion. <laughs> that's what it's called. Jurassic World Dominion. So at the end of the second Jurassic World, if you haven't seen it, uh, I really don't, don't care. Don't I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna spoil it for you because all you need to know is they bring the dinosaurs to this rich guy's house, <laughs> who is the one who funded the Jurassic Park thing to begin with. And then they get released into the real world at the end. And so this is where the third one is picking up. But this trailer that starts at the beginning of this IMAX movie is five minutes long. And, but, okay, but let, let me have scene, no though. idea watched, what it's for. We I watched mean, it, all the trailers and then it played the little IMAX teaser of like a million worlds. And then the countdown starts and the yeah. movie starts. But with this one, fade up to... Dinosaurs. About five minutes of... Just prehistoric times, dinosaurs eating and yeah. living. I think it's like... Like it's a documentary. I think it's like two and a half, three minutes. But I, I, I had seen before we walked in the new Jurassic World like poster that they mm. had out in the in like the yeah. lobby area. And uh, I'm like... And I knew it was coming out too, but it, yeah. I was, just, I was but dumbfounded. But this thing opens up with <laughs> these like ancient dinosaur just like walking around. <laughs> And there, there's like very little sound. There's like some nature sounds of water or like the pterodactyl chirps or whatever. But oh it just gosh. sounds like you are in the land before time. And I was like, okay, is this a Jurassic World trailer? Are we watching some new land before time live action thing that they've decided to make? Like what the heck are we watching? And then there's an epic battle between a T-Rex and some other dinosaur that looks like something that they created in Jurassic World, like an Indominus Rex. And then it flashes to... Like a helicopter and a driving A mosquito theater. flying away. And as it's flying away, it transitions to this shot that's like a helicopter over these woods. And it says 650 million years later. And then we're like, okay, so it is Jurassic World. Yeah, but by that point, we're like, why did we just spend two minutes watching dinosaurs eat grass? Just so they could... Like, it, uh, because they you can. You can say I'm wrong. Because they but can. But in my opinion, why not start with... All right, drive-in theater. And then just do the boom, boom bit with somebody's because soda. That would be boring. No, I, I would be into it. But because I, think, I was I think just the mad. entire thing is that it, it's in IMAX. And so they were like, look how good this that's, looks. That's what it is. That's I mean, that's really is. what it comes down to. Is, but I don't care about the 
Well, here's the thing. It's not that I don't care about the dinosaurs. It's like, I know I'm going to get to see dinosaurs. Tease me with what you're doing new with the dinosaurs. Yeah. Because this is, this movie, by all likelihood, should not have been made. Was, so tell me why I should go and see it. It was really good. And I think, you know, from, from my point of view on this, I feel like the reason was so we remembered and that just the fact that it's we're in IMAX and we're kind of immersed in the world before the actual like Jurassic World like trailer part starts. But I also think it's because it's called Dominion. And at one time... The first three letters of, the, <coughs> of Dominion are dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> but I, I think it's to show that there's a parallel between the dinosaurs were here at one point and they ruled the earth, basically. That, that's what it is. And now they've been released back into their natural habitat and are going to rule again, is yes. essentially what right. they're saying. I think you're right. But it was super cool, man. I was but like... Everyone in the theater was like, you know was cool like it what are be? we watching? Yeah. I was like, do you know how cool it would be to have like some kind of a... Uh, that's why I hate 4D. I cannot stand it. Especially you don't want to like, smell dinosaur farts? Well, it's not necessarily that. Have I dinosaur just, pee splashed on I don't you? Because like, that's most of the time what it is. So I think what scarred me from 4D is... Uh, the SpongeBob 4D movie? No, man. <laughs> <laughs> they had a Bugs Life ride <laughs> at, at Disney World, right? In the big tree of life. <laughs> and there was this... I hate bugs. Like you... You guys know I can't stand bugs. So there was this one where this wasp came and it like poked you in the back. Oh, oh why? Because I don't know, man. But that was part of it. And it's like, I, I hate them. I cannot stand 4D movies. Uh, like they're not that bad, but I just, I'm not a fan. Uh, but I think a Jurassic Park one in like one of the big like 3D IMAX screens that's like the dome, that would be sick. If yep. they had something like similar to that, where it's like just an ancient like dinosaur experience, yeah. that would be super, super cool. I don't know that they'd ever do it, but that would be super cool. Now, when the trailer did show, I literally did think for a split second, like, wait a minute, are they doing the Jurassic Park fast crossover net right now? <laughs> Is this mosquito going to turn, turn into like fade into Dom's bald head? And it didn't happen. And I, I was fine with that. Yeah. But I feel like they knew what they were doing when they teased it just a little bit. Yeah. A lot of the time, I wish, I don't know, I wish that they would do something like that, like a Fast and Furious Jurassic Park crossover, because that would be super cool, especially if they were like in Jurassic Park Jeeps or had like <laughs> a Dodge, you know that he would have a Dodge yeah. Challenger wrapped with Jurassic Park stuff. Do you know how cool that would be? <laughs> You know he would have one. That's all he, he drives. Would. He would. That would be so freaking cool. But I, I don't know that I would like that in the main storyline as much as I would like it in like a spinoff. Yeah. It would be the, the cool thing is, though, We say Jurassic Park. We don't want Jurassic Park involved. We just want them battling dinosaurs. Yeah. What if that was part of like the time travel deal? They like accidentally oh. traveled to the wrong time and then they have to speed away. five million years. Like, oh. not unlike Scooby-Doo in the Cyber Chase. Yes. Essentially. What if they get put into a video game? That would be sick. And it's like Jumanji. <laughs> it's not Jumanji, <laughs> but they're basically in a... <laughs> oh, dude, but what if they did like a Jumanji crossover too? And the Rock is in both? Yeah. 
<laughs> and he oh like, but God. instead of transitioning from like Hobbs and seeing himself, he just transitioned. He's like, hello, welcome to Jumanji. Oh God. <laughs> we need you guys to help us defeat the evil army. <laughs> I don't know what. That would be so cool. I don't know. That would be so cool. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to talk. I would it, freak but I'm going to be in the theater for the next movie to find out. That's the, all the next Jumanji is going to be fantastic, though. I'm super excited for that one. Because it's going to be like the OG Jumanji. Yeah. Where everything comes to the real you world. You know what, man? What if Jumanji crossed over with Fast and Furious? It wasn't a Fast and Furious movie. But that's how that they, they beat the game. Like in real life. Is they team up with, with Dom, Dom and his crew. <laughs> and the family. And the family. You know how cool that would be? Oh my God. That would be so cool. <laughs> and then they have a corona. Yep. But then this weekend, we watched yes, we also Fight watched Club some movies. and Terminator 2. Yes. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Fight Club that are listening to this. I don't think any of us had seen it. Have you seen it? Christian hasn't seen it yet. It might be the most <laughs> insane movie that I've ever seen. And it's weird because after watching it, I feel like everyone talks about Fight Club and are probably like, oh yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite movies ever. Well, then they're breaking the rule. Yes, because (laughs) the rule number one is that you can't talk about Fight Club. But uh, (laughs) I don't get it. Like, why do people like this movie so much? Because it's weird. It's bizarre. I don't know. People Uh, just like like weird things. Oh yeah, but that doesn't make it great. It was yeah. good. It was pretty but it good. Doesn't make it great. And like you realize, kind of. Halfway, and now that I've seen it, like I don't have that much of a desire to see it again. See, I w- it's like I ten years from think now, that and I, I would what it like is. to see it again, just so I can get an idea of. Because now you know how it ends, right? right. Like watching it back and saying, "Oh yeah, I could have picked up on that there, or I could have picked up mm-hmm. on this here." But right, that's true. There was definite stuff like after the big reveal at the end that you're like. Okay, I definitely saw Little where hits. this was going. And there were several times where I was like, that is really strange that this is happening unless it is because of this. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just don't I just don't get why people are so crazy about it. I guess just because you can say the first rule of Fight Club is Yeah, it's mostly the quote. Most the people who most people who probably say the quote haven't ever even seen the movie, I would say. Most likely. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those movies that everybody watches, though, at some point. Yeah, and well, like you said, it's on people's lists, you know, because it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of a weird... It is insane, though. Turner type movie. It is actually insane. Like, there were several times where I'm like, this movie is actually insane. Like, whoever dreamed this up and wrote this was probably on some heavy the drugs. So, the soap made out of the... Uh, <laughs> that's probably what kind of drugs they were on. <laughs> the human fat. Yep. Soap that really made fat. me. Oh, that really man. made me laugh <laughs> because I was like, "No!" He's like, "We got to well, go." You, get- you called it before. Oh it yeah, happened. yeah, that happened. And I, I swear, I hadn't seen the movie. I was like, "Oh, I bet they're going to use human fat." Yeah, because I know it's you, you use fat and uh, well, lie and, to make and that's soap. where that the the movie was leading to was that this guy is actually nuts, and everything that he do, everything that he do, everything that he does <laughs> is. It's crazy. Like yes. no normal person would go and do the things that he has been doing. So you're like, okay, well, obviously they're going to go to like a liposuction clinic and 
just get a bunch of thrown out fat. Like that's freaking disgusting. I, <laughs> I wonder if people actually like, do they sell that kind of stuff after that happens? You know, there's people trying to do it after yeah. they watch that movie. Oh yeah. You know, they did. <laughs> Is it like a black market item? Is human fat? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you can get anything. Um, just name a body part and you can get it. That's, that's I know. true. I haven't bought one, but... <laughs> but you've been shopping when you've been window shopping. You're not sure which model you want yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take this hand Spleen. off, replace it with a different hand. Think of something bigger. bad that you could potentially get on the internet and then ma- imagine it's 10 times worse. That's what you find on, on like market sites. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. So instead of a bag of human feces, it's like a mountain. Mm. <laughs> How much would that cost? I wonder. A mountain. And what is the sh- <laughs> what is the shipping? <laughs> <laughs> How do you even ship something like that? <laughs> Local pickup only. <laughs> Local pickup only. You have to take your own truck and yeah. like get a pallet of oh human poop. <laughs> Why? Why would, Why would I pay for something that? that I make every day? <laughs> Maybe their smells different or something. Okay, now we're getting into <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's about, it's all about the smell. <laughs> Imagine this times it's, ten, and that's Fight Club. That's that's, that's <laughs> the stuff in that movie. That's absolutely right. That's very true. <laughs> it really is. Oh my gosh, it was so weird. Uh, so like the whole it starts out with him having insomnia. And he's getting his fix from going to health groups. Yeah. I wonder if there are people that actually do that. I wouldn't be surprised. What do people think about you? Because you know that there's like people that are up there for different groups at the same time. They just see you walk into like 20 different groups. Like, yeah. Surely that's got to raise a red flag for somebody mm-hmm. that's going to call this person out. Yeah, especially since you know they're all held at like the YMCA or something. So you know oh, like yeah. the people who work there are like, is this guy really this guy, coming here every week? He's got... For every day? <laughs> he's got testicular cancer. He's got uh, lymphoma. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just name anything and they have a group for it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, some of the stuff that he was into was crazy. But then the chick shows up and she's in the testicular cancer group yes and Which he's like, like why are you here why are you here <laughs> i know you don't have any balls <laughs> doesn't, doesn't he say then he say neither do the rest of these guys yeah oh man well no i think what she said was i'm actually closer to they them than you <laughs> are, you are. <laughs> closer to the they truth. don't have any right. and neither That's did right. she <laughs> yeah oh my gosh man that movie right. was crazy yeah and then, it was a wild uh, one. It was a good it, watch. It definitely was. Oh my gosh. And then we watched... Uh, and then we watched Terminator. Terminator 2. Which I found out on Saturday is Brett's favorite movie probably of all time. I think that's probably true, isn't it? It's up there. I can quote like... He was quoting it in my ear and it was really funny. I mean, he would say stuff and it would be like, what? And then they would say it in the movie and would be like, oh, of course. Yeah, like stuff that I never would never even think about to <laughs> quote. You oh, the parents are dead. <laughs> yeah. What's the dog's name? 
<laughs> What's wrong with Wolfie? <laughs> Wolfie's fine, honey. Your parents are dead. <laughs> Your step-parents are dead. Whatever he's I now understand why you cry. <laughs> but it's something I could never do. Oh my god! They didn't give me tear ducks. <laughs> that line was cut out. But <laughs> that line was cut out. <laughs> I just made that up right now. But uh, yeah, no, I, I like I like that one a lot. It's good. It's good. It's just that- it's a good. It's just good action and yeah. it's interesting sci-fi stuff, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, good classic. I don't know. It was good. I don't know that I'd seen all of it before. I definitely had seen parts of it because there yeah. were parts where I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, and it could be that I haven't seen the movie in a long time. It could be that whoever I was watching it with, we were like doing something else while we were watching it. I really don't and it know. It was one that used to come on TV back in the day a lot. I probably yeah. saw it on TV some. Um, but yeah, There's just a lot of like iconic scenes from that movie. That's true. Yeah. Like the, the, the wrecker truck driving off of that bridge into the... Or yeah. Arnold on the motorcycle driving out the little uh-huh. triangle part. <laughs> yeah. And then landing in reality, like he would, his, the bike would be destroyed and he would like break his back. Yes. But somehow they, yeah. <laughs> but somehow he's just perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, he's a robot, I guess. But, well, and, the, uh, and well, then the, T, the T1000 going through the, those bars. The bars. At the prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I just can't get over how uh, good the graphics in that movie are for a movie that came out in 1991. Yeah. At, yeah. at the time, it, it blew people's minds because they were like, oh, we're, we can do this now. Yeah. 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 No, that's pretty. And it was, and I think it was crazy. seeing that, like, like ILM showing they could do that was part of the proof for Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park right? yeah. that they could be like, okay, we can actually make CGI dinosaurs if we work hard enough, if we have enough time. Because yep. they were like, if they can oh. do this, like, we can try. Yeah. Surely you can make a dinosaur if you can make someone literally like melting through the bars. Yeah. That's insane. But yeah, no, the, the CGI in that's really, really good. Which yeah. is surprising. Because when was it? 91. Made? 91. Like that's yeah. early. It seems like. Yeah. It, was one, it was one of the first big blockbuster movies to have that much CGI in it like ever. Yeah. Like most of the time it would be like one little scene that would have a novelty thing in it. But for this one they were like no, make him like a glob of silver stuff. And they're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, dude. It's good. I don't know. I don't, it, was, it was really good. I just don't know that it's uh, my style of movie. I would say that. Yeah. Yeah. That I enjoy. No, I get that. Yeah. I don't know that either one of those were. Fight <laughs> <laughs> Club Yeah, Fight Club is weird. Fight Club's not in my style of movie either, uh, I guess. Either. You know what's in but my style of movie? What's that? Hot what fuzz. Was you about to say? Oh my <laughs> god! You didn't know that six months ago. <laughs> or maybe yeah. you did deep down. You just Dude, didn't I, know. You I haven't have seen the perfect been movie yet. <laughs> I, I love that movie. I'm glad y'all showed that to me. Because when I first movie. saw it, I was like, "That was good." Yeah, that was kind of weird. But the more I watched it, I was really like, <laughs> "I think this might be in my top 10. Yeah, I don't even remember what we what else we had watched that day. But you were like, "Dude, you know what we need to watch." Hot Fuzz. And I was like, like, what? What is Hot Fuzz? <laughs> and you were like, it's like a British comedy. It was an action movie too. And I was like, wait, I'm what is to, that? I'm good to watch whatever. <laughs> and then it starts out and I'm like, what the heck is this? 
but the more you watch it, you're like, this is so good. Oh my God. <laughs> this just blew my mind. I might have a new favorite movie. <laughs> good luck catching them killers then. It's just the one actually. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of quotable it stuff is. in that too. Yeah. Fascist. <laughs> Hag. <laughs> What's the deal he does with his fingers? The... Yeah. Jog on. <laughs> Jog on. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, man. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who's the main guy in that? That plays the cop? Uh, uh, Simon, Simon Pegg. His Simon accent Pegg. makes the movie, too. It's just so funny. Sergeant Nicholas Angel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jog on. Oh my gosh. I think one of the best You ain't scenes- never seen Bad Boys 2. Yeah. I think one of the best scenes from that movie is when they go to his house and he opens his movie vault and there's like hundreds of them. And I was like, this is Braxton's house in the future. Point Break or Bad Boys 2. <laughs> he's got like a hundred or he's got hundreds yes. of movies. Cause, cause, and he's like, this one or this one? Yeah. And, and he's <laughs> he's oh, like man. Because the whole premise of that scene is he's like, I don't know how to turn off. I don't know how to unwind. And he was like, and he like touched his face. He's like, yeah. I can show you how. And then he gets up from the couch and that's when he opens up like the, 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 oh, the sanctum of yes. DVDs. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my gosh. I still, the thing that I thought was funny, that kind of, you're just going, how did, how did they come up with this? That farmer, that old farmer that had the ocean mine yes. in his barn. <laughs> yeah. And then he had like every other weapon too. It's just a fish and joke. And the reason why shouldn't I got we like is make he had sure his shotgun, that right? He's like, shouldn't we like make sure that it's not active? Oh, there's nothing wrong with this. And he like smacks it and then it starts like ticking. And they're like, oh no. It doesn't go off. It doesn't go off that time. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. That movie's so good. I just remember the first time we watched it, you were like, uh, you might not want to watch this next scene. <laughs> like at the oh, end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. When he falls on the little yeah. the mini steeple. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Braxton was like, Yeah, you might not want to watch this next part. And I was like, why? He's like, it's pretty gross. I I would prefer not to watch it every time. Because <laughs> I saw it the first time and I'm good. I'm good yeah. now. I know what I was like, I feel like I need to watch this. James now. Bond falls See, on a mini church steeple, and the one for me is whenever that guy oh, gets the, in, impaled. The, when the, the church steeple falls yeah. on his head, yeah, and it, but he's still walking for yeah. two seconds, which would not happen in real life. That would not happen in real life. Yeah, no, that one was pretty bad. <laughs> that was really bad. Oh man. But, but that's a good, also, that's a good movie. Like that's n- that would never have been a movie that I would like go and watch. Yeah, that was but, a movie that I'd never even heard of until Braxton yeah, said, "Hey, I we think should I watch." I've heard this. of it, but I never, I'd never would. I never would have seen it. it so. Never even heard of it. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad <laughs> to do that. Been enlightened. <laughs> we need a we need a button on the soundboard for that for every time that we learn something new. Yeah, just. I have been enlightened. We need like a voiceover guy to say it though. Like some angelic music in the background. I have been enlightened. But then after we watch movies, we we played the new Mario Golf game. Mm. 
which I think Brett yeah. is obsessed with. <laughs> I think you can have an unhealthy obsession with that. Yeah. You? So, so we went and we're at the tournament, right? And we're sitting watching some guys hit into the 10th green. Cause the 10th green is this weird, like three tiered green and it's super hard and it's really strange. Like I've never seen another green that looks anything like this green. And we're sitting there and uh, Brett's like, well, what do you want to do now? Uh, you want to like watch some more guys or I'm like, it doesn't matter to me. And then he looks over at me like two minutes later and he says, we could walk up here and watch these guys play 17 and then watch them play 18 and then go home and play Mario golf. And I was like, yeah, we could do that. <laughs> so I think we may go play a little bit after we get done here. But what's about side by side with the Mario golf? <laughs> I, I could do that. <laughs> That makes no sense, but I had to say it because the I I could do that. Yeah, I don't remember the I don't remember the last time that I played a Mario Golf game, like a new one. I don't remember. Was there one on Wii? Probably. I don't, I don't know. feel like there was. I feel like the last one that I remember playing was on like GameCube. That's same here. Yeah, GameCube was the last one that I played. I don't remember playing one on on the Wii or the Wii one U. on the sports one. Wasn't there? It called, Wii there was golf on Wii Sports, but it wasn't Mario Golf. Yeah. It was just like Wii Golf. Mm. We would like to pray. Which is actually really similar to the mechanics that they put in to like the swing mode yeah. in Mario Golf, which is really cool. But uh, I'm super excited because there's a story mode. <laughs> but we played the other night. You realize that you're the only person in the world who's excited for the story mode, right? I'm definitely not the only person in the world. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that... And I'll just say that because so many people make fun of it. You know what I mean? Like, not on this game, but just like the story modes on like the Mario sports games. You know what I mean? Who makes fun of those? Lots of people. Uh, I've never heard of it. Because it's like people buy it to play the, the, you know... Multiplayer? Yeah. No. Which is true. The majority of people buy it to play the multiplayer. Not to say that the story is bad. Not on the Mario sports. But it's not why people buy the games. Tomorrow sports games, people play to progress through the game. Okay. Um, yes. I've, okay. I've played many of them. Uh, but the story mode on this one looks sweet. And there's no way that I'm the only person in the world excited about it. Because this... So they debuted it at E3 during the Nintendo Treehouse. And so yeah. basically, they have this booth set up that looks like a treehouse at E3. Which is... Uh, the Electronics like Entertainment, Entertainment Expo. Expo. Um, Why do I know that? Because it's awesome. That's yeah, nerd. I really want to go one year. I really want to go one year because you get to like go and test out everything that's new coming out, which is super cool. Uh, but they've got this thing. Don't set you up. know it smells bad in that room? I've actually been to one. Before. <laughs> I haven't been to E three, but I've been to like a gaming convention before, <laughs> and it really doesn't smell bad. For the early. <laughs> Why are you thinking about the smell? I'm just, I don't know. Because you just Cause picture it's like, like sweaty <laughs> gamer nerds. <laughs> That's why. It, it's, <laughs> <laughs> that really tickled Brett. It's like, imagine the smell. It's like, imagine the smell in that place. That's not what I was imagining. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, they have this booth set up that's I'm like, sure it smells great. Nintendo has these people that I guess work on the games. I don't know, but they debuted the story mode and this chick was pumped that she got to debut it. 
Like she was made, she like a normal person who got to play it, or was she? No, I think there? she was like one of the devs. Okay, yeah, or one of the testers or something. Yeah, yeah. She knew a lot about it, but she was like, yeah. So on this <laughs> account, <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. So she had made like a new account, and she was like, yeah. So on this account, and she like did some stuff, and she was like, but if I switch to my other account, that's way further along. Look at this awesome like boss battle that there is. She was super pumped, and I was like, <laughs> this looks epic. Nice. But nice. there is a motion control option, which we played the other night, which is insanely accurate, I will say. It's good. Yeah, you can like it doesn't feel like, and, yeah. I mean, and it, I don't know swing, how it registers that, but it feels if intuitive. If you swing like yeah. you're a real golf club, like you're going to slice it, you're going to slice it. You're going to slice it. And same yeah. with draw, and so I mean, you'll hit like a, you'll hit like a practice swing before. And if you look at the screen after you hit it, there's a line that shows the exact swing path that you took with the Joy-Con. That's I don't how know it knows. How that that works. That's the visualization of like what the it's doing in the background. I guess. You know what I mean? That that swing path thing it shows? Yeah. But I don't know how that they do that with I don't know. the I mean it's it's not like you have a Wii that's got like a sensor or something. It's literally just based on the like gyroscope, the accelerometer that's in there. It's insane. I don't know how it does it. Those guys are way above anything that I know about technology, apparently. Because uh, it was one of it was one of the craziest things I've seen. I was like, this is some like next level gaming yeah. technology. And it's on a, a switch. console built for children. Yes. Yeah. Switch is the making moves. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun. I mean, th this is a game, lot of fun. And the different game modes, like the, is it speed golf? Is that mm -hmm. what they call Where it? you like have to run. Yeah. That's fun. That's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. So there's different modes. So we played a couple like just stroke play, normal take golf. Turns. Just take turns. You hit whoever's farthest out, hits into the green. Uh, you actually do have to like kind of position yourself based on your swing. So like if, you play golf, or if you don't play golf, you'll kind of pick up on where your ball is typically going to go based on when you hit it. So, like Brett, his swing apparently is literally perfect for the game because he's just piping that it. It really like, made me mad. He's just piping it like <laughs> every time he got straight like down the, the middle, perfect with a little it confetti was like, coming nice down. Shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whereas I'm swinging like way too hard, and Braxton's not swinging hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, normally. When I'm playing golf, I hit a, I hit kind of a fade or a mm -hmm. slice, and that is exactly what my character did whenever I swung it. And I don't know how that they figured that out, yep. but it it's actually like really true to actually going out and playing golf. Now the only difference is it, you can't miss, you can't like miss hit. You can't the miss ball. hit the ball. Yeah, but it'd be a good way to like practice. Yeah, your swing like literally like turn on hard mode. I don't know if there's a hard mode. <laughs> Just turn the wind up. Turn that wind up. <laughs> what was it? It was like, it went to like insane or something yeah. like that. <laughs> it was like, it was like slight wind, normal wind, hard wind, extra wind, insane tornado, hurricane, <laughs> force wind, gale force winds. The ball flies back up and hits you in the eye. <laughs> it flies backwards at you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but 
dude, it was, it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. Brett had so much fun that he I made his parents. My parents have a Switch and I was able to convince them to get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. He said so his dad now, had a blast the other night playing yeah. it. <laughs> My dad's like super into golf. Yeah. Like way more into golf than either of us. <laughs> well, playing. I'm really playing, in, yeah. I'm really into golf. I'm just not as into playing as his dad. His dad literally, how many rounds a week he lives, does he, he play? plays? at least seven, four, eight? Four or five rounds of, go- of golf per week. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a lot. Which he's also retired. Yeah, right. That's so he what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So, and he could play more if he wanted to. Like, it's not like he doesn't have the time for it. He just likes to play like a round a day, probably. Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. come and play the scramble every now and then with us <laughs> on Tuesday nights. It's like nine extra holes, but... I mean, even then, he's playing After around. After he had already played he's already a full playing, round. Yeah, he's yeah. already played a full round that day. So, <laughs> yeah. No, his dad is like really, really into playing golf. He's been doing uh, like a tour too, right? Yeah. It's like tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like really into golf, Braxton. <laughs> really, really into golf. You know what? You and should, now he's playing virtual golf. You yeah. should play golf with us sometime. Uh, maybe. That would be fun. We'll see. We could video it. No, then I would never do it. Braxton's first golf experience. Oh, <laughs> ew. You'd be one of those guys that comes out and hits a hole in one on your first and only round of golf. Pro- you know, I would. Braxton comes and out and I would never like, have success again in my like, whole career. Why is this guy out here? And then he like pipes one 400 <laughs> yards down the middle of the fairway, and we're like, where have you been? Have you been like playing secretly and not telling us? <laughs> nope, I'm just a savant. I've just, just, just played too much Mario Golf. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I've been practicing at home. I'm like, where's, where's the meter? My home where's the meter at? How do I know how hard I'm hitting it? I've been practicing at home in my living room on my home simulator. <laughs> what kind of simulator you got? Oh, uh, it's a Mario Golf. It's a <laughs> Mario Golf. Made by a very high-end uh, Japanese corporation. Yeah. <laughs> Undisclosed. I'm a beta tester for them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Braxton gets really good at Mario Golf and comes plays regular golf with us. And he's like, dude, this is easy. Why do you guys <laughs> say it so hard all the time? <laughs> I just cracked the code. Oh I should gosh. go on tour and make millions of dollars. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, I think we're about to go play some, some Mario Golf. Do you want to try the Baja Blast if they're still cold? Ooh, yeah. Do I need to go get some cups real quick? Oh, we've got a couple. All right, so this is the summer of Baja. And uh, they've released um, no. these flavors. I don't, I don't want any. So the one is called Baja Flash. It is like a bright. Uh, no, I'm, no, I don't want any. Um, and it is uh, due with a blast of natural and artificial pineapple coconut flavor. Pineapple coconut. And okay. uh, there's that one. Oh, yeah, and you can enter the codes to win uh, stuff. And then the other one, which is sort of a red-orange, is Baja Punch, which is Baja Blast mixed with a tropical punch flavor. That sounds awesome. Now, I can, yeah, I kind of think... I, here's my opinion beforehand. I really love pineapple, but I hate coconut. So this one 
predictably turned out to be just kind of in the middle range. It's okay to me. This one is really delicious. It doesn't beat the original Baja Blast because I love that. Did they have bottles of Baja Blast as well? Yes, they did. Where is this at? Uh, it's at the convenience store in your summer field. Like right at the intersection? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to go. No, they don't have cases, but they have I don't care. each bottles. They I got a, buy all their they little have. section of it. There's supposed to be another. The problem is you never know which stores have it or not. <laughs> yeah. But somewhere I will go up to the front and I say, we'll say, do you guys have any like cases of the bottles? And if they say yes, I will buy them. Yeah. I, I wonder if there's, I need to see if there's any up at Sam's. You know? Yeah. We should go to Sam's like ASAP and get some more pizza. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's, uh, and I, by the way, I did watch the Badlands Chugs episode where he drinks uh, three boots of each God. of these flavors. Don't touch that mouse. Okay, he now has this opening animation yes, of him as dude. a 3D character, and I love that. It's so good. He has a 3D animated character of yeah. himself. Of himself. In like, he's, he's, he's in the chugging, universe no chugging way. a, a giant boot. bottle of water. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like a big bottle. Yeah, that's Chugging right. the world one bottle at a time. But he's, he's, got, he's got his headphones on, yes. too. No way. <laughs> and then he does a, a burp at the end. He, <sighs> and it like shakes the universe. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So All this right, is so the uh, Baja, first up, Flash. Baja Flash. Cheers. Oh, you can definitely smell oh the God. coconut. That's like intense. I didn't even taste any. Just <laughs> yeah. the smell of it. When I put it into my nose, it was like, oh, my gosh. I definitely taste more of the coconut than the pineapple. pineapple. Ooh, that's if, really if, if the ratio was this flipped is, and there was more yeah. pineapple, I would really, really like it. But because it's more coconut, I'm, I'm a little more I love coconut, lukewarm. though. That ain't bad. This is I really like it. good. I think I like this better than See, regular Baja Blast. Oh, my when goodness. It, well, don't, there, there's no place for blasphemy here. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> See the great part the about thing this is, though, is for real, why don't they I really, replace voltage and other stuff that and nobody? I'm not saying nobody likes it, but why are they not selling this instead of Mountain? Nobody likes regular Mountain Dew. I mean, they do, but you yeah. get what I'm saying. Why is this not on store shelves permanently if it's so delicious? No, this Baja Flash one because I really like coconut. That is good, and it definitely tastes more coconut than mm -hmm. pineapple. I'm yeah. I'm really not a it's good. I don't like pineapples and I don't really like coconut either. But, but the, this is good. It's got a good flavor. And it, and it is true. It's not just another flavor of Mountain Dew. The, whatever the Baja Blast part is, it's in both of these. Yeah. That weird sort of can, light uh -huh. light flavor mixed with that like a little bit of a spicy burn. Not a blot, but just a little. God, it's <laughs> See the great part about this? Guess where I ate this morning oh, for breakfast? Where? Taco Bell. Yep. Taco it, Bell. Taco Bell breakfast is good. And you know what I got to drink. Oh, yeah. Y'all got cherry Pepsi. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, I exactly. used to always get cherry Pepsi. See, I love wild like, cherry Pepsi. That, was actually only that, good. that might be my favorite soda. I love Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And Mountain Dew is great. Mm -hmm. But I think I really, really like wild cherry Pepsi. Cheers, brother. <laughs> What's this one called again? Baja Punch. Punch. I love that one. The smell is definitely like tamer mm -hmm. on that one. What else is in this? Tropical Punch. This one almost tastes closer to the regular. Uh, yes, it does. 
And it could just be because we we may have should have tried the yellow no, one but last. The, the, the no, punch one does taste more similar to the original Bob. Last. It does. It's definitely got some tropical punch to it, though. There's it, like a tanginess almost to mm-hmm. it. It lacks that little bit of lemon lime and instead has the punch flavor. And it's good. And it has a cool octopus wearing sunglasses on the label. It does have that. That's pretty good. I really, really like the Flash, though. I think the Flash I like it. has I like, like a cool uh, surfing dragon. I like the Flash better than... There's also a jellyfish on this one, on the punch. And I think it has like an ant on a pineapple? Yeah, there's a cool octopus wearing sunglasses. <laughs> and then there's yep. a jellyfish on the punch one. I like them both, though. <clears throat> they're they're both they're, good. They're good. They're both Ooh, good is that a lobster? Oh, man, it's a lobster. I was like, is it an ant? You can't really see the whole body. You just see the little head. Pretty sure that's a lobster. On a pineapple. On the flash. Yeah, Almost dude. looks like a hermit Which one crab. do you like better? I think I like the punch better. Yeah? Just because I'm not a big coconut guy. Mm-hmm. I love Even though coconut stuff. The coconut in this it's was good. good. I, it is good. Like, I would, I would drink a whole bottle of that. But I still think I like the punch a little bit better. What about you? I definitely like the flash better. Uh, it's different. I think that's what yeah. I like more about mm-hmm. it is that it's definitely different. But I also, I really, really like coconut. Um, like I will just eat straight coconut by itself. It's great. Uh, anything with coconut in it, like coconut cream pie or like a coconut oh, cake, no. delicious. No, 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 no. The best. Um, but I don't know. I'm not super, super crazy about like tropical punch by itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is good. But I don't know if I had to, if I went to the convenience store and had to pick one that I wanted to drink that day, I think I'd pick the Flash. Yeah. I might even like this better than regular Baja Blast. I'll just put That's that out there. That's a big statement. Go ahead. You can put me on Blast <laughs> for that, but put you on Baja Blast. Blast. Baja Blast. <laughs> All right. We're not going to get any better than that right there. That's, uh, <laughs> That's it's time to end it. Yeah, we're not going to beat that. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't tried the new Baja Blast flavors, find them somewhere near you. I don't exactly know where, but go find them immediately. They're so good. Subscribe on our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. We are at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all those links as well as links to our Discord and Reddit pages at thequestionathand.com. We'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs>